welcome to It Can Be Messy on the way to becoming a faith-filled family. Um, in this season, we're talking about what it is to um, look beyond the walls of your house and the understanding of your family and see others and try to be a light and a blessing to them. And we realized that as we were thinking about this, it comes at, at some sacrifice. There's a sacrifice of time, uh, maybe uh, of your privacy, of your just sh a, gener a generosity in terms of resources and sharing yourselves, who you are uh, with others. And uh, as we've talked about that, we've, we've looked at some of the things that might be helpful in us overcoming some of the hesitation that we have to uh, reach out to others. And so we just wanted to share a few of those ideas with you. I'm here with Jen and Leslie. I'm Jan Ryder, and we're glad to welcome you back to It Can Be Bessie. So the scripture we're kind of focusing on today is Hebrews 13, 16, and it says, Don't forget to do good and to share what you have with those in need. For such sacrifices are very pleasing to God. And I think what we would also say is, as we don't forget to do good and to share, uh, to not always have that be leftovers, but perhaps to share from the first things we've got, the good things that we've got. Mm -hmm. um, and to, to be generous, to teach our fam to, for our families to be generous with those around us, even those we don't know very well. Um, and thinking about it from a generosity standpoint instead of a we don't need this so we'll find someone to give it to standpoint. Mm -hmm. Those are two really different things. Um, and so just what do you do? How do you encourage that in your kids? And how do you encourage it honestly in yourself mm -hmm. to consider I'm going to give above and beyond from what I have generously? Mm -hmm. And generosity isn't always about material things. I think the time we give to build friendship is one of the most important things we do, especially if you're beginning to try to reach out to internationals coming into our cities. They don't have friends. Yeah, they need some household items and clothes and winter coats and those good things, but let those just be a bridge to them building a friendship. Do more than just take something to somebody but then stay and talk and find out who they are and how they're doing and listen to their stories. That's being generous, and that takes a lot of time. That's more time than the quick drive over and drop something off. I also think helping our kids learn how to give um, from their resources is super important. And we can think they don't have much. But I think about a story when I was in fourth grade and our teacher decided we were going to do a toy drive for those underserved people in the city. They were called underserved then. <laughs> and we all were supposed to bring a toy from home cleaned up and looking good. It had to look good. And so I, I was really motivated to go home and get something that I could give. And I found a doll of mine and I thought, yeah, I don't really need this doll, so okay, I, I could give this doll. Mind you, it was one of those naked dolls laying in the basement. And um, I brought it upstairs, and my mom decided it should have nice clothes on if we're going to give it away. And so she found a doll dress that happened to be made out of the same fabric of a dress I had. And she ironed it up and put it on that doll, and all of a sudden, I wasn't so sure I wanted to give that doll away anymore. Now it looked pretty good. Of course I did. But my little heart was learning about that business of really giving up something you all of a sudden wanted. 
And I think our kids too often are about what can I get, what can I get, and not, not thinking what can I give, what can I give. I did have the privilege of going with my teacher to the house and, and giving the doll to the family um, on a very cold winter day and came away from that experience really feeling the beauty of what it meant to sacrificially give something, even though it was just a little doll. And having that kind of experience over and over and over again as a child helps to form a person who then wants to give as an adult. I think that's a challenge for us to find ways to encourage kids to be able to give out of the things that they have. Yeah, our kids have lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and some kids have more than other stuff. But I have found that even in places where children had very little, they were generous with those things that they had. Mm-hmm. And they gave, they were willing to make things for people or mm-hmm. share things with people. And if we can encourage that in our kids, that's a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But you're right, it has, sometimes it, it challenges me to how am I willing to give and how much am I willing to share of my time and my resources to drive over there and make time in my schedule to mm-hmm. be available to people and to actually mm-hmm. sit down and have a conversation and mm-hmm. stay, won't you stay for tea? Oh, well, okay, I guess we can. Mm-hmm. And actually sit down and do it. And five hours later. Yeah, five <laughs> hours later. Sometimes it does take that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but it's very rich. I would say that too. I would say that the time, I think we can often go into things that we feel will constrain our time for whatever we think the important thing is right then. Uh, this happens to the person on our team that is very administrative all the time. I have all the things, all the things I need to do. I never once come out of a situation where I've decided to spend time relationally with somebody wishing I hadn't. I, I just, it just is always worth the time. And magically, not so magically, the other things get taken care of. Or they perhaps weren't that important in the first place. Aha. But they were on the list. But they were on the list and they could have trumped whatever was happening, you know, before that. This makes me think of a, a small group activity that we did with a group of neighborhood people where we decided to take $5 and do something with it with our families. And like, how could we multiply it? What could we do? And it was interesting. What ended up happening was we, we ran a book drive for a local school and collected books to do that for a school that was building a library. But then our team looked at each other along with our families and said, well, we shouldn't just drop the books off. So part of the families went in and organized the library and met with the folks that were building the library and, and doing that. And then the other half went and did story hours at the library to interact with the kids and with the with the faculty and that kind of thing. And so, you know, five bucks caught what that we what we got out of five bucks was passing around some postcards to our <laughs> to our friends. But just the the creativity in that as a family, as a set of families to think about what could we do that would invest, but invest beyond. And so some still do story hour. Um, They've made relationships within that community. I think those are the kinds of things you can easily do with your kids. And it it can be really generous with your time and your resources. But it was very intentional. Yes. And we need to maybe make a list of those things we want to be intentional about. And on the list can be having tea for five hours. Right. (laughs) It can be. I think one of the things that um, even as we're thinking about what it costs us to be generous, we might have to realize that we have to 
get over some of the hesitations. We might mm-hmm. say because of fear or because of um, just I don't want to be bothered. Unknowns. We, yeah, fear of unknowns. We can, we can hold back. Mm-hmm. And when you're holding back, um, you don't want to give begrudgingly. You don't want to feel like it's being required of you or pulled out of you or manipulated out of you. And so that can hold you back mm-hmm. from ac- actually giving in a true, open-handed, generous way. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's when we're truly generous that we, we experience that joy, that blessing mm-hmm. of, of, like you said, not ever walking away from a relationship and wishing that you hadn't done it. Right. Mm-hmm. Generosity is a gift of the Spirit. And so I think one of the things we really have to help our kids understand is we're not giving um, because we're such good people. We're giving because God first gave to us. And we're giving out of a generous place that he's put in our heart. And so we do need to seek him and ask him about that generosity. And if you're feeling like you hold back too much, you're not a very generous person, I think it's a matter of asking for generosity. And God's spirit will give you a spirit of generosity. And he reminds me me at least what he does for me is he reminds me all that he's given me right all that he's given me and then I look around at what I have and I think what of this was not a gift to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's where it starts yeah well thanks for being with us friends we're going to continue on in this series and talking about missional families and so check our show notes for resources and things that might help you as you're trying to press into this idea with your own family and we'll talk to you next time thanks friends Thanks. Thanks.